to share a little bit about uh, first of all you will have noticed there's a change on the content front and uh, it's on purpose so you might not be seeing as much inner growth thought of the day every day they might become like every three days every two days i don't know and you'll consistently see at least one episode for now day eventually there might be a reduction of that we don't know i'll let you know as um, i move along but for now you'll see for sure our channeled guidance messages at least one and then there will be maybe one with the loving unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections or one of those other channeled guidances and or one of the inner growth thought of the day i'm also planning on not necessarily blogging every day even though that usually accompanies something that i'm posting such as the inner growth thought of the day so whenever those get posted there will be a blog as always and if that content changes you'll be updated as well meantime back to us and on this beautiful topic because i actually had something very straightforward especially since today is this lovely 88 portal today that i'm choosing to post it because i'm recording it prior but um when you hear the quote about love from Sadhguru, and I don't know if I've read it to you already, but he says, usually people think love is you do what I want you to do and I love you. And he says, no, love is you do what you want to do and I love you. Love is something that is felt. We can talk about it mechanically speaking. And in fact, we can talk about it with our nervous system and that ventral vagal state in mind and a person in a full-blown state of compassion which is what it is like to be in a 5D, self-empowered, enlightened state. Now, when I hear people who are not in this peripheral view yet from a perspective of understanding the nervous system, they really miss out. They miss out on um, being able to know that anyone who does not know how to unconsciously love yet uh, is somebody who has younger parts that they have yet to be able and go to a place of zero with the shame bind continuum the social engagement we all want to attach when we're children and or defend we have we all have these systems those of us who got lucky like i consider myself lucky i had a an environment that permitted my 5d inclined body heart and mind to be able and come forth because of the mother that I have. And it's funny, actually, I think it's in today's where I said, uh, <laughs> was, and I was like, shit, she's gonna kill me because she's not was, she's here, she's with me very much well in her 60s. And so I was like, that was funny. When that happened, and you'll hear again for regular listeners, you know what I'm talking about. But um, side note, luckily for me, I was in an environment that allowed my natural way of being because I am somebody who's very much loud even though you can't tell right now because I'm actually having to maintain this tone <coughs> while my vocal cords are <laughs> pleading to me to stop talking right now <laughs> but I'm asking them to be patient it's only going to take us 10 minutes to, to share this beautiful message for this beautiful and special day it's this lion's gate portal and um, it's a special special day for many many reasons i don't want to get into necessarily but 
Um, they all involve loving unconditionally with our flaws and imperfections. And humanity is most amazing when they're in that state of ventral vagal, safe, social, curious. And when I see any person, particularly the psychoeducators I get to learn from, enamored with humanity and curious, and they get excited, like my teacher Sue, she gets so excited when she's talking about safety behaviors because she really gets it. She really gets it in a different way than the shame continuum teacher. The shame continuum teacher is an embodiment of that energy, that, that space. She gets it. And like she said, she's been working on that since she was five. So I can definitely um, perceive the five-year-old that is with us in the room and she was teaching the class about shame continuums and shame reactions and so here's the being lucky to me means being able to feel loved and safe in your body and so realizing that there's a lot of people that don't and they are defined as evil from other people or mean or bad or a lot of names um, that makes me sad and so here's where thanks to when you do unconditional love and then you have all of this amazing neuropsychology information now that we have technology you're able to go way beyond quotes and uh, consciousness spirituality so the gist of what i'm trying to break down to you as i begin that lovely first book of the ihp book series is that when your entire life you have known nothing but how to love you also know what it's like to be on the opposite spectrum right so not loved unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections not by my immediate family because that's like a dynamic if you see us we're like loud and we're always arguing is what people call it but it's just our dynamic that's my, my grandparents my maternal grandparents but even my my um biological father's mother was neapolitan so i actually carry her name and so uh, she was also loud and in fact my one living relative my aunt always reminds me of similarities whenever we get the chance to be together that i have with my paternal grandmother and here's those parts where um how can how can you not love diversity is my question but then i remember oh wait there are those who actually don't know what it's like to be in a body that is with this love and this sense of safety and this sense of joy there are body types that actually um that i can tell now that i know all these things besides the way the traumatized brain is or when somebody is engaging in one of their safety behaviors from um, please appease collapse submit attach cry for help i remember one instance um i was being basically quote unquote attacked i was being accused uh there were different hints of energy in the spectrum because see this when when you perceive the depth of energy you you can perceive a lot and there is no doubt about what you're perceiving but it's not something you're going to prove or unprove or none of that that unconditional love with flaws and imperfections involves everything any type of interaction that you may think of is involved with a 
one word love unless you're physically attacking me personally and anybody who's in this specific space as a 5d self-empowered enlightened person they will not withdraw they will not feel in danger they will be in one way shape or form in their own way engaged and listening and they will pick up now if they're full blown in this enlightenment sphere they will pick up everything that i'm about to describe to you and they'll be able to know what i'm talking about if they're not then they'll just hear somebody randomly describe things that if you experienced you might say well no you know that's not so so here's that doesn't matter because it's in the past anyways and i'm describing to you a scenario so it's a story right <clears throat> you're either going to be involved or you're not meaning um listening with intent to be interested or you know turn it off so this spectrum uh, happened more than once but the first the first actual hint of it was by voice uh, it was very interesting because i had only one other person that i've known and that person i became aware of this hint of hidden layer because we were having an actual conversation and as they were explaining themselves and also apologizing this was a long time ago i was immediately aware and it was the beginning of my ascension so it was the beginning of me being able to tap into what i used to just think as a gut feeling like i just know people apparently instead it's not that it's that there's a deeper dimension and i'm picking up our vibrations and i'm able to perceive that again the attachment styles the way the brain works when it's in any of those trauma themes the way that our nervous system all of that it's it's because we're all sound anyways our vibration is sound so that layer of knowing is here so long story short i remember that this is the one person that's like ah okay so people have a deeper layer because i had the psychology background sociology political science but i didn't have the neuropsychology background yet somatic background and this is a person that i unconsciously love completely with their flaws and imperfections they know that in fact they know that the reason we were sitting down is because they knew i would not um, refuse to help them in their moment of need and it's uh, one of those family soul bonds so one second though i'm gonna drink some coffee i'm gonna actually let you guys hear me slurping slurp no i'll try and be quiet so <clears throat> i remember that awareness that i got thanks to this conversation and i remember like oh okay because every person in my life has always left me with lessons and lessons meaning a deeper understanding of humanity so there's not disappointment even though as a younger person i may have used the words because these are words that were given to me they never really resonated they don't resonate because everything is an expansion of me since I'm life like you are and I'm a part of you and you're a part of me and that life doesn't matter if it's there's something after or not but you add any person that interacts with me adds to the experience here's why I believe in forever and I don't forget and the body actually doesn't forget when they talk about karma when Sadhguru explains what karma is he explains why we carry on our familial stuff and even the epigenetics people actually explain it and here's why you know people keep wanting to argue with me on that one sometimes and one person actually did they didn't argue but they wanted to debate and they said well if one day you know this cup becomes completely disintegrated i'm like well that day what can i say that day it's kind of like the one cartoon with what's his face 
where um, that man disappears so everybody wants to keep venturing off into this nothingness land that they won't know we won't know so why are you bothering trying to say it won't last forever oh wait let me think because of you actually having a hurt heart somewhere because the only reason a person would want to cease to exist or cease anything is because you want to destroy it why would you want to destroy something why would you want to get rid of anything if it doesn't have any effect on you which obviously it does and where does it well let's see what are we what do we have beneath this body we have a lot of emotions but beneath those emotions we got a bunch of sensations and yeah even though people don't think of the body as aware it's actually an intelligence and it carries our one mammalian heritage but it carries a lot more than just that so not to bring us too far into this space back to the story so this first in-depth layer i was given and i learned that people hide behind assholishness so that they may not engage in the potential for rejection like from a person who they just any person actually and this is their teenage version because everyone who stays in that adaptive child who hates people or hates this or even if they don't say that only some people are good and others are that's lying to yourself there's a hurt that you're not dealing with if you want to eradicate delete something it means you haven't faced something vengeance is the lazy form of grief anything that is below neutrality is indestructive energy and that is not about being smart or not smart it just is it's a map of consciousness based on kinesiology david r hawkins again force versus power is the book that it comes from go ahead and read it if you want i haven't read it yet but i did get the drawing of the map of consciousness so when somebody is not over their shame and being a mammalian we all could have that personally i don't think i've ever experienced it from the stories i get told as a child to how i personally feel when somebody tells me if they think i'm a shitty human being what i don't feel and it's not i don't feel anything it's okay thank you i heard you it's i hear i i actually hear the words i take in the information it is calibrated what am i i am my name's maria and i'm behaving in a way that i was taught and i'm pretty sure that i didn't hit you or say curse words or do something that i consider bad not illegal you know like there's so many ways i could go on and list certain things of why i hear you so if you tell me fuck off oh i I hear you 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 didn't do anything except for use a word it's a curse word i don't have a sensitive ego i should maybe specify that my ego is actually right here hearing alongside my heart and everything now even if it's a family loved one in fact again the pokery poke or tickle tickle man i love all my loved ones oh if i'm here today standing with nothing but loving unconditionally it's because of them and it's thanks to them having pokery poked those younger parts and given me the capacity to bring forth what here's my heart here's more love what do you want oh here's more love okay so uh, teasing a little bit here and there long story short the first hint this other time and it's only been this once again in my lifetime so twice where it's so subtle it's so subtle that it was almost invisible it's like when there's a little bit of breeze but you really have to know or pay attention to to perceive it 
and this is where even here it was a conversation and it was because of the way that the tone expressed towards a certain point of the conversation the i don't care the specific way of nothing okay so we'll just put it that way the the it wasn't the words it was the energy behind the words and in that moment a vision of a child or an infant just a vision meaning the peripheral view of that innocence and so it's an innocence with the willingness to say everything is good but obviously instead there's like this behind the scene and i was brought back to this other incident and i was like okay here's what this is so i recognized it because i had a previous experience with that type of tone even though they're completely different in fact completely different people completely different reasons because this is the beauty of each of us being our own dimension even if i say i don't care but i actually do care i know that the person who's hearing that will know because i can feel the vibration and also i know when i do care and i'm saying i don't care like when i say i don't care but i really won't say i don't care that much i try not to because i do care i always care why would i not care once again if i didn't care it does kind of remind me like that sociologist said when people say they don't care they really do care but there are the i don't cares in the sense of you don't influence me so there's different ways we use sentences remember that anyways back to the story so that was a first hint of a hidden um message if you will and of a desire a complete and like wanting to basically nullify zero out completely destroy if you will any meaningful of anything and it was personal so it was related to me and long story short this was something that was understood in a loving way and uh, not good or bad just understood and at that point i didn't actually have all of the knowledge on the different types of again nervous system attachment the way the brain works and now that instead i do and those parts of us so with the inner family system so we all have these younger parts when those parts are not all being led by their grown-up version which would be the adult of every one of you so when you are a person who can love unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections you can consider yourself a full functional adult or a full enlightened person or a full human being as Sadhguru points out it's you in a ventral vagal state it's you not reacting to person who's in a biological rudeness state it's you knowing that people have trauma and that they have child parts and young parts that they actually don't see because we are just now learning about all of these things from a technical perspective from a consciousness perspective and a spiritual we'd have so much to say that i'm not going to dive into but here on this beautiful and amazing day what i want to share is that it is thanks to these amazing interactions that we get to be who we want to be so if you are a person who chooses to know that you can love unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections the first place it starts is with yourself 
because that's the only place you're going to be able to recognize when you are doing something that is not from neutrality and above that is in a shame blame faults revenge loop or bind that is in a reactive autonomous place versus a truly autonomous place only you can actually take it that step further because you're the one who owns the body that you're in and so while others like to talk about um, the spiritual and talk about ego i like to bring in the psychoeducation and the neuropsychology to say it's you being a human being so i have seen past lives that i have been a part of i, I actually know also the souls that are in my life they're going to always be if there's this thing called reincarnation and the particular event that i'm thinking about i also have a very specific um, knowledge of that and it's always magical when i think of these aspects from the abstract sense it's wow when i think of it from the scientific sense it's still wow because when you are actually picking up that depth of dimension um yeah there's just i don't even it's it's like a mathematic equation but it's a done right so it's like one plus one equals two the formula you can change here or there but it never changed it actually doesn't change the different um ways you feel with people is because of those different character traits from the personality which stems to their way of organizing how to defend themselves from their childhood and so all of those parts the one-year-old to three-year-old is that attached part the needy part the one who will even stay in the toxic relationship so in an abusive household that part exists then after that we have the submissive shame the one who will be low on energy and will submit and and that's where the the body at that point might be in that numbness completely the diorphins released to help numb from the pain so it's the endorphins called diorphins that a person in the collapse submit sometimes people will have that they're not in a depressed state they're in a habit of collapse submit nervous system response state so they, their entire nervous system learned that so their chemistry is in that as well um, then there's the way the self wires with those attachment styles or theories it's a theory if you look at it the disorganized attachment is somebody whose right brain was not able to wire as effectively most likely i'm starting to think i need to still watch the full class but that they also have a traumatized brain so an enlarged amygdala a shrunken hippocampus and a shrunken prefrontal cortex their cingulate is not working as effectively it's underactive so they have an entire you know years before they maybe can have gotten that right brain to be out of under development but this is where it's between you know by luck maybe doing yoga or some sport you know or maybe maybe not it all depends they might just be in the same type of environment that their household was and reliving um, types of unloving relationships and uh, just saying that either way uh, this is where that's where we have now the neuropsychology information that's becoming more readily available and more people that have trauma speaking up like the one person who gives the description of what a trauma brain 
is like and so she said there's three parts of your brain that are affected your amygdala is enlarged your hippocampus is shrunken and your prefrontal cortex is also shrunken so no you're not stupid you just have trauma and so give yourself a pat on the back because you're doing a great job trying to live in a in a world where your memory and learning is frazzled because of a shrunken hippocampus and you don't have your executive decision maker so you are taking risks you don't plan for the future you don't know why and in fact even here it's like it doesn't feel good for a person when they're when they're in this state they realize it and they don't know why and now thankfully there's the neuropsychology that can say you are one unconditionally loved even though you may not feel it yet from your body here's another one of those experiences sharing with somebody how amazing they are and them saying i wish i felt that this is another one of those indications taught to me by my uh, somatic course my trauma certificate that the body is what will state to a person if they're a good person and the traumatized body doesn't think of themselves as a good person because they only know shame and so somebody saying i don't feel this i didn't know at the time what that meant now i know that the unfortunate true meaning of i wish i could feel the words you're speaking to me because i would have said dude you obviously have very deep you know trauma let's let's look at this together but i would have had the information which i didn't and here's where though my response was still you know well i'm sharing with you what i know you are you're an amazing person you know obviously this is where words can only do so much and for a body that doesn't know that it's a beautiful person they won't it doesn't matter it's like talking to the wind that's the saddest part so yeah when you actually recognize that we're not battling the forces of evil which personally i always knew and i was introduced to jesus and god as a child but you know jesus is my man he's my he's my one and uh always their resource whenever people would not be in their ability to be unconditionally loving with who i am he was always there saying you know turn that cheek because they don't know any better and as the trauma brain shows they don't they don't know because they actually physically are not aware that they have trauma and that there are those younger parts of them that can be you know worked with but before they can get there they have to learn to first there's regulation so learning to regulate oneself which begins solely with breathing and 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 a body that has that much trauma and a brain that is in that needs to be distracted as um basil van der kolk points out that's why yoga therapy works or just yoga uh tai chi is one of those because the mind that way is busy and i know some people i'm trying to give them somatic exercises because they've explained and describe things so i know that they don't have a safe body so i share with them just that way they can normalize it because that's the other part if you can normalize it and stop allowing somebody to call themselves a monster or that they're evil or any of that stupid crap it's stupid crap for anybody who has a minute piece of information on the neuropsychology okay go to nicabm.com or go and take the somatopia course they got one on somatic um that's available to all the new certificate program i don't know but um 
read the Body Keeps the Score book, Dr. Bezel van der Kolk, um, and start learning, you know. So the body, it's not only the body, it's also the mind, but there is a need to learn to be okay with that, to feel comfortable is what I'm trying to get at. Before there's an awareness, so an expansion of consciousness. So first the breath work, which connects the isola or the insula, so then the head and the body, there's a beginning of perceiving one's body, and then that's the down-regulating of the amygdala, and then a lot of others. So for the hippocampus, there's, I forget which types of exercises, but first the person needs to be grounded, centered, feel comfortable, and it's not about talking about things, it's actually about exploring and letting them build a relationship with their body first, so sensations, and um, sensations actually means like the actual body, so where are you feeling the tightness, you know, how does your chest feel, do you feel sad, happy, like what emotions are, is there nothing, nothing's okay, nothing's fine, like somebody that they were telling me in one of my classes, they couldn't feel touch for the longest time. I don't know how many sessions until finally they were able to feel touch because their body was, they were just numb to it. So unconditional love, it's, it's a very beautiful thing. So to love unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections, it is about becoming a person who's okay with being imperfect under societal standard rules. So yeah, unless you've committed some crime, please stop calling yourself anything except for I'm a person with imperfections who can love unconditionally. And then allow yourself to express the same to all humanity, every single person. And we're not battling forces of evil. There's forces, if anything, of trauma, and you don't battle trauma because otherwise that's just going to allow those individuals who already have not only the same negativity bias our brains have, but we use it with a level of awareness and complete prefrontal cortex. So we know if somebody is chasing us or not with a gun or knife, right? And I know that if there's a complete reactiveness, one of my biggest triumphs this in this past year was actually being able to stand in a state of unconditional love and ventral vagal as an individual who is a caring connection was reactive like it was a fraction of two seconds but it was big deal my regular listeners know this and so i was so excited that i was able to keep this i didn't do it on purpose it was just a natural way the the one part that i think i would i I mean actually i don't really want to find myself in those types of situations but (laughs) if i did the one part that i have to Uh, say is that I I wish my brain would have stayed calmer because I was actually uh, trying to get my words together so I did have a moment where my words were jumbled up and I was a bit frazzled like oh you know so my my body reacted obviously but I was um, very proud to be able to stay in a state of love and to actually like allow what took place to take place and then with a little bit of time and perseverance clear completely the interaction you know with the care this care and connection so i was able to ensure that i didn't hurt anybody's feelings and no feelings were hurt and all is good and you know the friend land so this is where on this lovely portal many of you are being brought to look at that heart and that solar plexus in certain ways and actually I'm going to leave that one out of these episodes, but um, 
I'll remember to share more because it's it's a bit it can be a bit tricky for some people who don't completely love unconditionally yet. In the meantime, the other side note that I wanted to make was how love is unbounded and infinite. And so it isn't what people do, it is something you purely feel. Obviously, this is if you choose to be in this enlightenment state with you, with others. And so it's you choosing to engage in functional adult behavior, forgiving, nuanced, they learn new skills. It, it is a body, heart, mind journey that is chosen by those who can love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections. First of all, your own. So like I, totally imperfect. Totally, I'm sure I've shared things and done things that people don't like, you know. So there's that. But the beauty of those uh, relationships that stick are they they grow they always continue growing because there's talking about things and there's clearing things up and there's engaging and then actually what you get to know is each other's flaws and imperfections and so that that gets fun because that's the pokety poke tickle tickle when you're expanding because we're all in that life sensitive spot together not the ego spot loving unconditionally is something that the life sensitive person will do the ego sensitive is not yet unconditional in their love because their ego is in the mix in a way of saying you need to do what i want you to do otherwise because if you're ego sensitive it means that if i say a word and you don't like it now you're in your adaptive child response i don't like what she said versus hmm okay this is my opinion about this word this is her opinion about this word and so we have two different opinions the adults in the room is like okay that's let's keep talking let's keep moving forward because nobody is reactive that's that that's where the true autonomy is shown so there's growth and constant but that's where each body is a safe body for each person and or more that is involved that's why they're life sensitive the interactions that happen our themes are infinite we all have chosen how to remember the essence of life that we are and that's actually the other beauty when you can recognize through the depths of you the dimensions of every person so like for me again this very magical uh interesting this this truly brought forth every little inch of everything that is a part of me like 10 times more but now as its full-blown adult version so while prior to this very long-lived thing that i'm not getting in description on on purpose uh every one of the traits that was a part of me is a part of me but in its grown-up format so i can eloquently share it i feel it to the depths of it and um my theme is really clear that 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 soul that dharma is like all right here like everything and so there's a really great day in fact these eight eights have been like i think at least the last four quite interesting and and i'd say that this one's the best of them yet i'm sure that more will come for the collective it's a bit more i know that they're going through a bit more rough stuff if you will but if they choose to love unconditionally with their flaws and imperfections they will allow themselves to know this same space because they'll tend to those parts so when we tend to our younger parts and we we tend to each other with that 
unconditional love we're able to continue to be engaged and listen so listening to each other and listening to people even if they're reactive is what those of us who stay connected in this unconditional love with the ventral vagal and that mindfulness brain so we're interacting with interest because again that's that life sensitive approach so last note i'm trying to think if i forgot anything about the topic and what i wanted to share embodying the possibility of tapping into your infinite higher human consciousness potential definitely involves you being able to love unconditionally and seeing flaws and imperfections as part of a way that we are is also going to allow that embodiment furthermore tap into the infinite space because you're putting all of these pieces in their own but together at the same time so you're always expanding the pokey pokey to expand the experiences you expand loving unconditionally is a complete expansion because when you're in the depths of you there's only one thing that you know that capacity to love because even if there's any hurt like those neuropeptides you're right there with that love so you're like it's it's good because sadness fyi is one of the primary emotions so it's natural that's when we cry when we allow the emotion to be expressed it is naturally out and that's that part of the flow state so like the inner growth mindset gets a person to deal with the unknown uncertainty unwanted from within going with the flow what flow whose flow your flow whose heart your heart because it's a processing of those emotions from your own contemplative experience in the mind and then knowing about the body now we also know how important it is to take note because as we soften that's where you'll know that as you're softening you are in a state of that functional adult because you're like ah okay it's natural for me to be sad or to be in this place because i care so right here i care so for me for example when accepting types of treatment it was never in the oh my gosh i can't see no i could see i can still see what's happening but the deep knowing is this isn't the person in their adult version this is a reaction this is an emotion this is something that is an indication of something that i don't know they know but i don't know it's not personal it's their emotional response it's something that is telling me something and maybe them but let's see do they know most of the time they don't because their identity is in that reactiveness versus realizing that the reaction is an emotion that is not being expressed in its adult version but this is where again this is new way of talking about neuropsychology is what's giving us this new way the mental health community and not everybody is even using it this way some of them are using it to point fingers at each other instead of understanding and then empowering each other with this information empowering each other means loving unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections and when somebody yells at you knowing that that most likely is a person who's upset not an asshole and that that doesn't mean to stick around with anything or not right there we got an ego sensitive person when people think that we're talking about becoming empowered with information that every person has flaws and imperfections get that go way deeper than just this surface as stephen porges the polyvagal theory doctor states in one of my classes our psychology community made a grave mistake way back when they assumed that behavior was learned and they stuck to that and they kept moving forward 
as he stated and other psychiatrists psychologists we've damaged and hurt people i don't think he used the word damage but we've done a disservice for sure he said because we didn't know that the body memorizes every single thing that the person so if it didn't metabolize as an adult it's still stored and we've been asking people to talk and relive their trauma their nightmare because of ignoring the body but they didn't have the technology so they weren't doing it on purpose they didn't have the eyes to see all they had was books that talked about evil can evil mean evil and then people who became experts who also are in their ego we got plenty of them who disregard completely the body element even though their colleagues are telling them about it and we'll leave that one for some other conversation but in the meantime loving unconditionally let that be your motto with flaws and imperfections let your person shine you and then let other people shine as well let us allow talking about our traits and then talking about what it's like to work with reactiveness together what it's like to work with patterns of behavior but it's not about oh you must speak this sentence or you must drink these many drinks or i'm going to drink that no it's not that that's telling somebody how to live their life conversation is what it is and then obviously people who would be interested some people are not I share with them the psychoeducation. They're not interested and they don't believe in it. It's like with Reiki, I'm a Reiki master. I don't believe in energy therapy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so it is what it is. And at the end of the day, that's the beauty. We get to engage with all interests, all types of conversations, thanks to the diversity. When you can love unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections, that makes you a person that can be always in that true autonomy and expanding with all of those different dimensions the depths of those for anybody who wants to hear more tune into those um, channeled guidance messages that's where i share about the spirituality aspects but i can just tell you this that love is an emotion that is for all people for me at least uh, always been unconditional to this day it is but when it comes to the different people well it's like a barcode so uh, it is special because there's no same exact interaction and obviously when they are interacting with me depending on if they're in their higher infinite potential as that functional adult consistently so consistent enlightenment or not yeah that, that changes but that's the beauty is that there is an awareness of how that it's it's like when you make a cocktail right it's the same thing there are certain flavors the good bartender, right? The good bartender knows how to make good drink, good ass drinks, always. Any Anyone who actually does their profession in a specific way can be as in-depth and detailed as possible because they're enriched by in and of itself. So when it comes to flavors like that, there are those who will know. It's like food. It's the same idea, guys. It's food and drinks. I can tell you that. Like it's, and for me, that's where life is like, wow, because I feel every one of the, it's like a rainbow of colors, but with flavor. And so, yeah, every person is different. When I'm interacting with them, they're all loved unconditionally and they're who they are thanks to their flaws and imperfections. Like that's the part. When you become that adult version, those same quirks, I have the same quirks. I'm bossy, I'm perfectionist. I don't listen to other people about my life at all. Like there's the same thing. Ask anybody, they'll tell you. The ones who have known me my entire life. They'll tell you that maybe I've worked with my tone and I'm able to express myself a little bit, you know, softer or whatever. But 
anyways i'm sending you my love and i look forward to doing another one of these for you guys when i pick up the book again it's moving along i'm only at the intro but still i'm very excited so stay tuned